0: This is the Epilog audio experience. This is our podcast Being the Change and today we have with us another change maker Dr. David K. Pillai. Dr. Pillai is the president of Transworld Educare Private Limited which is a pioneer in introducing Philippines for medical education among Indian students. For more than 20 years he's actively involved in tutoring Indian students about studying MBBS in Philippines and this also comes as a relief effort considering there aren't enough seats uh, in the best medical colleges in India and also uh, this makes it more affordable for students to go to another country and study MBBS. And some of the students have got placements in medical institutes like John Hopkins. You can find Dr. Pillai on his website, davidkpillai.com. Hi, Dr. David. Welcome to our podcast, Being the Change, and thank you for taking our time. I want to start this conversation from uh, your humble beginnings, from where you started and building a trans world educare. Would you like to talk a bit about your humble roots in Tamil Nadu?
1: Uh, Suchita, well, this is a long story, but to cut it short, I come from a district called Thirnal Valley, mm-hmm. which is in Tamil Nadu, mm-hmm. and a tiny village. My village uh, consists of only around 50 houses. Wow. Okay? Very, very, mm-hmm. very small mm-hmm. village. You will yes. not see even in the map. Okay? Yes, yes. And uh, most of them were struggling. You know, mm-hmm. and that, that's a village which did not have any any rich ones there. Most sure. of them were small-time farmers, and my family also was one amongst them. Sure. Okay. And I had a very, very difficult childhood in terms of, you know, the, the poverty. It was really difficult in those days. Mm-hmm. And uh, my parents were very keen on educating me. So they sent me to a boarding school mm-hmm. somewhere in the same district, a place called uh, Nazareth. The name of the school is um, uh, James Memorial English School. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I did up to my 10th grade in the same school. Mm -hmm. Then went to another school in near Tanjore, which is um, again a small school, E.D. Thomas uh, Higher Secondary School. Finished my uh, 12th grade there and then went to uh, Pune for my higher studies. After finishing, I went into business. Later, I decided that I have to get into education and I chose medical education Precisely, uh, so that I can I can I can help many who wanted to become doctors where the demand was uh, you know so high and we did not have that many number of seats for those students. Mm -hmm. So I I went into that field. Sure. That was of. And I didn't go elaborate into my childhood because it was more of poverty, agony, and sufferings. Yes, so I yes. just made it very simple. Otherwise, I've seen everything while I was a little child, while I was growing.
0: Tell me something more about uh, your decision for starting Trans World Educare. What is Trans World Educare for our listeners who do not know about it?
1: See, Trans World Educare is... Uh, Uh, education company which Mm -hmm. facilitate medical education which facilitates medical education Mm -hmm. I chose medical education because uh, there are lots of students in India who wanted to become doctors but unfortunately in India not everybody can become doctors for two reasons one is we do not have that many number of seats available for them Second one is it is too expensive for an ordinary person to get into a medical school. Yes. So for this two reasons, I wanted to bridge that. So I started Transworld Educate, wherein which even the very ordinary person can join in and become a doctor.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, Dr. David, you started uh, Transworld Educare in 1999 and your students have been posted in prestigious places like John Hopkins as well. Would you like to elaborate a bit on the kind of challenges that you faced while you decided to build Transworld?
1: So initially it was so difficult because the concept of uh, sending students abroad for medical studies were not there in place in those Mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. 1999, only Indian graduates can study in India and practice in India. Mm -hmm. You cannot have a foreign degree holder, even if he's an Indian, to practice in India. Mm -hmm. So, it uh, took a while before we got that permission. It was somewhere in 2002, Mm -hmm. the Indian government decided to accept foreign Degree holders, but they have to be Indians, of course. Okay, sure. So, so, uh, so in two thousand two, they started this, and I started the actual program somewhere in two thousand two, mm-hmm. and it was so difficult because the concept of studying abroad and coming back in India was not at all accepted by the general public. Hmm. The students would not trust. The students will not believe. They were having lots of doubt how it's going to work out. Now, Indian government may not accept that was one side. Second thing, what about the quality? And all those things was there in their mind. Mm -hmm. So it was not naturally accepted. It took a while and it took a lot of, you know, dedicated team to go and explain to them. And Mm -hmm. uh, slowly we made this successful.
0: Absolutely. So in terms of, uh, you know, how... Is the students that you they go and they are you know they are, you send them to Philippines? How is that different from other medical institutes that they could be in in India? Uh, What are the specific differences?
1: See, uh, rather, you know, uh, you're saying what is the difference uh, Mm. students, you know, what is the difference Mm. in the medical Mm. school, Mm. what is taught in India Mm. and uh, in Philippines? Instead of answering uh, India, a comparison between India and Philippines, I will Mm. go for a general discussion. See, uh, if you would see, the Mm. whole world has got medical schools. But for Indian students, we need Mm. a specific... uh, requirement if they have to really walk back in India. First of all, uh, the, the language mm-hmm. has to be, you know, you go to different parts of the world, most of the countries speak different languages. Yes. And mostly, you know, for Indian students, the common destinations where they used to go were China, Russia, and uh, Caribbeans, and few other countries. In most of these places, uh, they were finding so difficult with the language because these countries mostly speak other languages other than English. Okay, mm-hmm. their own languages other than English. Yes. So it was difficult for Indian students to go there and study. So mm-hmm. we were looking for a country that would have this gap filled in the sense um, a language that's number one mm-hmm. and Philippines uh, as as you all know that Philippines is the third Uh, largest English-speaking country in the world. So it was um, uh, number one. The first point uh, was language. The second one was the climate. Now, some countries are extremely different from India in terms of climate. Like uh, they are very cold and some are Mm -hmm. very hot. Whereas India is a tropical climatic country and Philippines exactly uh, fitted for the Indian students because Philippines is also a tropical climatic country. Mm-hmm. the third one is the disease spectrum disease pattern whatever the disease you find in india you will find in philippines also mm-hmm. so, okay yeah. you will find all you know the tropical climatic countries most of the countries you will find similar kind of diseases which is very important for students if they have learned uh, in a similar country then it is easy for them to come and practice in india because ultimately we were uh, we were we were uh, training students to come back and practice in india right mm-hmm. so yes. philippines was easy then there were several other good points like you know uh, the visa process it was easy they to mm-hmm. go there and study. Then the proximity was uh, very close. You know, five, six hours of journey, you are there directly in the in the country. Mm-hmm. And there were many flights uh, to connect that country between India and Philippines. And then the cost also was very much affordable, okay? Because um, there are countries which gives good education, but on an expensive cost, in the sense they're, 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 their fee structures are very high. Yes. But the Philippines more or less were operating much, much lower than the Indian uh, educational fees, especially Mm -hmm. medical fees. So it was easy when we selected that country. Another important thing when your question was, how better is the Philippine medical education when compared to India? Yes. No. there are very good schools in India. I don't mm-hmm. want to say that we do not have good medical schools. We have got excellent medical schools also in India. Right. The unfortunate thing is the number of seats are very, very less. You know, I I just wanted to give you a rough idea about uh, the number of uh, seats available in India. Mm -hmm. It is approximately only 63,000 seats, approximately 63,000 seats, Mm -hmm. whereas the number of students who wanted to become doctors are almost 1.8 million. Wow. Okay. So -hmm. there's a huge gap. Yes. So... Even if you've got some good schools in India, I would not say that all the schools in India are very good. Very few schools are very good. Mm -hmm. But then not all of them can get into the school. The only choice is they have to go abroad. And so we selected the best country comparing the facilities and requirement amongst all the countries. When we compared, Philippines seems to be the best because of all those reasons I gave you. In other countries, you will find a lot of lacunas like language, climate, costing, transportation, visa matters, Mm -hmm. food and everything may not suit to the Indian students. Whereas Philippines is one of the country or I would say only country which exactly fitted for the requirement of an Indian student. That's the reason we selected uh, Philippines. One more important thing is most of the countries do not practice hands-on experience for students. In the sense, they do not allow students to practice on patients, most of the countries. Yes. Whereas in the Philippines, they are freely allowed to practice on their patients, which is very, very important to become a good doctor, hands-on experience. So mm-hmm. that is also available for our Indian students on a tropical climate where you will find lots of diseases.
0: Okay. Absolutely, that, that that's brilliant, Doctor David. So yes. so so, one point eight million students who are wanting to be doctors in sixty three. Yes. Wow, yes. Wow, and seats that are only available in India. So yes. so, tell me, Doctor David, where are these students placed in terms of where is the placement after once they come out of the institute?
1: See. Uh I, I just wanted to give you a rough idea about mm. the number of doctors required in India. Yes, please. As per the WHO standard, mm. we need to have, as on today, 1.5 million doctors required minimum. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the minimum standard. Mm-hmm. Whereas we have got less than 500,000 doctors, 5 lakh mm-hmm. doctors. Mm-hmm. which means we have got almost around two-third deficiency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Now, so once they come back here, they are easily absorbed in every health sector because of the huge demand uh, which mm-hmm. is already existing. So we mm-hmm. don't need to find a placement for them. They mm-hmm. naturally get placed in most of the hospitals. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, have, I have already, you know, through our system, Mm -hmm. Approximately 3,000 students have already graduated, not a single one is waiting for a placement. Mm -hmm. Everybody is placed in most of the eminent hospitals throughout the globe and mostly in India.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, Dr. David, tell me in terms of uh, the the desire to become um, a doctor, desire to get into medical profession, uh, are there students from villages? Uh, are they from smaller towns? Uh, because I was seeing this amazing interview on NDTV and, you know, I saw a wide array of students there. So would you like to elaborate on that?
1: That's a beautiful question, Suchita. The sure. reason is, see... Uh, uh, it's not only me, most of the senior medical personalities in India are very much worried about the plight of Indian healthcare. Mm-hmm. The reason is, in the recent days, I'm talking about, let's say, 10 to 15 years, starting from there, mm-hmm. you see lots of medical students who come from very, very affordable or rich background. Because... Yes. The fee structure is so high and the cost is so high, it allows only the well-to-do and wealthier ones to become doctors. Yes. The fear is how will they serve the poor and the needy community in future? Mm -hmm. Will they all work in the rural areas? These are all the questions which is really vague as of now. Mm. What could be the best system is we have to educate the poorest. We have wow. to bring students or doctors serving the rural area. Yes. Because India consists of a huge part of rural population. Wow. We do not find many doctors serving the rural. So what Transwell does is we pick up students from the rural because it is very much affordable and easy to get an admission so we select students from the rural from the working class from the poor community to become doctors so that in future they go back to their place to serve the rural population so this is one other important noble uh, thought we did or we we had when we started this project
0: mm-hmm. making yeah.
1: every village a doctor at least this is what our mission was
0: that, that's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful, Dr. David. So, uh, so, so uh, till now, would you like to share any figures in terms of how many students went back to serve their community uh, and the villages uh, in, in, in our country? Believe me,
1: majority of our graduates have gone back to serve in many of the rural areas. Mm Because they go with a mission because it is their own uncle, auntie or their own relatives who need them more than the city. So most of the students are preferring to go back to those uh, uh, areas where they are needed. So this is something which is making the change for the community. And this will definitely be the real uh, social service or a kind of charity that we would be doing sending them back to their places and majority of them already gone. And we insist, we train them to go back to their place to serve.
0: Absolutely. And Dr. David, any, any uh, underlining disease or something specific that students uh, practice more? than anything else, like are they more inclined towards uh, becoming a doctor in terms of a general practitioner or, uh, you know, something, some, sometimes in the brain, uh, brain, brain department or heart department, how do they go about it?
1: See, now, uh, Suchita, now if you look at these days, uh, kids or students mm. who yeah. wanted to become doctors, they're very much focused. Yes. Most of them, even before they join, they mm. know what exactly they wanted to be. Yes. So they choose that field. In our school, we find a lot of uh, variety of Mm. dreams. You know, you'll you'll see them. Some wanted to be a heart surgeon. Some wanted to be ortho. Some wanted to be a cancer. You know,
0: you
1: You will see a variety of them who are very focused and they all are going into their field of focus. So I'm very sure that, you know, I will not be able to tell you that this is the only field they select. Our students select almost all the fields and they're very much focused and they are now serving and most of them are already practicing the dreams they had when they joined
0: absolutely and uh, dr david any any uh, any place where there uh, a loophole you find existing in terms of where the doctors need to select more like do they need to select more like for example now the mental health is increasing but we do not have enough you know psychiatrists for example in that place so do you feel there is a loophole and trans world can come in and you know fill that hole
1: Yes, there are two areas I feel that there is, you know, students still need to, you know, choose these areas. One is, as you rightly said, psychiatric, because today with this fast life and, you know, you know, the the, the kind of uh, lifestyle we have got, there are more people getting into depression and psychiatric problem. Yes. So there should be more and more doctors uh, who should be specializing in this area. This is one. The yes. second thing I find a gap is community medicine because mm-hmm. you know, we have to go back to the root and start making healthy people right there itself. So mm-hmm. the community medicine and community awareness Also, they should be doing more of, you know, infectious disease, community medicine, all these things, uh, something that uh, not many of them wanted to specialize because uh, these are all uh, areas we ignore. Everybody wanted to do bigger assignment in medicine, not the lower side or not the ordinary one, where I wanted them to concentrate on that if uh, one has to make a better country with healthy population.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's very again, important. Yeah. Again, now what I see is research.
1: Most uh, children wanted to straight away get into practice. I would uh, request if uh, you know, you know, the, if the students also select research also as their specialization. Because today you see in this uh, uh, pandemic crisis, if we would have more of research going into medicine, we would have had a better treatment or better answer even much earlier. So we need more and more doctors also to get into research programs also. So these are areas where I think more more students should concentrate if they are selecting medicine.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's brilliant, Dr. David. Yes. And also uh, you have built Transworld over these years, Dr. David. Where and how do you envision taking Transworld forward in the next coming years, say the next 10 years?
1: See, uh, where I wanted Transworld to be is, we wanted Transworld to be the solution, a one major company that will solve this health sector's problem. I wanted, as I told you right in the beginning itself, my goal is to provide one doctor to every village. Every village Mm. should have at least one doctor. Yes. Because I strongly believe health and education are two fields where the whole world is going to build its future. Yes. You know, These are the two pillars on which they, the world will be built. So if we can take care of uh, our health issues and if we can educate them, tomorrow's world is going to be a healthy one, prosperous one. So we wanted to make sure that we are part of the health system in a strong way in a bigger way. And uh, we wanted to make make sure that tomorrow it should be affordable even to the poorest of the community. Absolutely. So this is what, uh, uh, you know, poorest of the person who wanted to become doctors.
0: Absolutely. I think that's a brilliant vision, Dr. David. One doctor every village. Would you like to sort of add a bit there in terms of how can the system at present moment enable you or contribute in uh, fulfilling this uh, dream of yours? See,
1: the, the only way is um, we have to create awareness. Hmm. Okay, that's one. Okay, mm-hmm. we have to create strong awareness uh, that uh, this particular field or this particular course or this particular uh, program is in much need of the hour. Okay, because mm-hmm. I, I, I expect in future it is going to be something tremendous uh, assignment for young people because we'll see every day new kinds of disease yes spreading across yeah so we wanted them to understand that this particular assignment is everybody's assignment and we have to make sure that we encourage them to become doctors because once it's affordable once there is an awareness once there's a demand they will always pick it up and these days Youngsters have got access to all kinds of information. Yes. The only thing that we need to do is we have to reach this information with all details to the youngsters and they will automatically select this program and serve the society.
0: Absolutely. And any any uh, um, help from the government if you would like to give any sort of message? You know,
1: if government can... not uh take part in this because uh, as uh, government has got a scheme to support poor kids
0: yes education
1: and um, you know uh, one cannot if one cannot afford we have got scholarship we have got funds we have got charity work in our country through government also if they can help these kids to uh, while those kind of funds for studies, you know, abroad. Normally, our government may not be interested in sponsoring kids studying abroad. Yes. Now, these kids, if they can be given those kind of sponsorship or scholarship, these kids would definitely perform better because even that little fees, some of the brilliant youngsters could not afford to. Though the fee structure is very less, very small, there are many students who wanted to become doctors, they, they missed this opportunity because they cannot afford to pay even that. See so if our government can be a little more uh, considerate if, if they can consider this particular category of students who cannot afford to, and if they can give them a scholarship or an, uh, or some funds wherein which they can avail this education it would be very nice for students who would go abroad and study medicine should also treat, should be treated just like students who are having education right here
0: absolutely and uh, dr david how what's the easiest way anyone can try and reach transworld if they want to connect with you see
1: we have got uh, a website through which they can always reach us. And we also have got a lot of uh, social media information in YouTube and other places. If they can go for Transwell Educate, uh, this is our company's name, Transwell Educate Private Limited. If they can reach this organization through website or any social media, or even in, in, in YouTube, you will find the destination where in which they need to reach you will find all uh, addresses and telephone numbers and members who are waiting to help them and guide them.
0: Absolutely. And Dr. David, uh, from your inspiring journey, if you would like to say that, that one reason to our uh, audience listening there who perhaps want to take this profession, what is the reason that they should choose the medical profession?
1: See, uh, I'm a person who have gone into this uh, education or medical education with a passion. Yes. The reason is, this is one course, unlike all other course, is so noble and it is so demanding in the sense it, it's it's need of the art. Yes. And it's needed everywhere and especially for the poor, you know, uh, poor of the society. So if one can take up this profession, they are really honored and they are respected and they will really see a fulfilling in their life. So that is the reason, you know, every other course may not be as uh, uh, fulfilling as a medical program because here you are really doing a noble service. Yes. They always treat you next to God if you are really treating a patient. You might have seen most of the relatives of the patients, even the patient, almost... Worship the person who's treating them, they regard them. Yes, so this is one of the reasons why I say this particular field or this particular profession is next to God, it is really respected and regarded so much so, just like uh, I, I should not be using this word, just like God, because you are healing. Yes, so one
0: absolutely. should choose this field absolutely. Sure, Dr. David. Thank you so much. A profession that's next to God and specifically during these times of the pandemic. Um, So grateful you could take our time and share your views uh, and share your experience with the building world education. Thank you so much, Dr. David.
1: Thank you so much, Suchita, for giving me this wonderful opportunity. We look forward to have many. Thank you so much. Take care. Wish you all the best. Thank you so much.
0: So guys, we hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you did, you can definitely connect with us on our website, Epilog Media. Write to us, tell us more. If you have a being that changed around you, you can also tell us their story and we can feature them on our episode. Take care and bye-bye.